October 25th, and this is the John Banks Show, Bringing Man Out of the Cave. I am in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, in the uh, offices of the West Metro Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center, in the fine studios of the Zeus Radio Network, and hear women talk. I'm glad to be joined by one of my regular co-hosts, Tiffany... Nixon, who's with us, who we've got an important question to ask Tiffany in a minute, but we're going to hold that. How are you, Tiffany? I'm fantastic. John, how are you? Doing well, doing well. I hope you have research on that uh, mention anyway, so <laughs> hey, uh, good, and uh, very blessed today to um, have the creator of uh, Hear Women Talk and uh, someone who got us all started, who we have a deep uh, amount of gratitude for and a good friend as well. Miss Kay Van Hoosen, how are you, boss? Hey, John, I'm glad you recognize it as a blessing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm doing oh, good. Yes. I'm doing good, thanks. <laughs> well, it's a blessing to have you here and it's a blessing you created. John is out of the cave today. Yes, I'm out of the cave. <laughs> bringing them all, We're bringing them all out. So, uh, uh, also in the booth, turning the knobs, making everything happen, uh, my good friend and, uh, Glad to be able to spend a little time with him this coming weekend, a little football game. Mr. Dustin Gilder, how are you, buddy? What's going on, brother? Uh, well, good, good. Uh, Dustin and I do a uh, football show on our ZORN Sports uh, Network from 12 to 1 every day. So if you love a little SEC football, uh, tune us in. We have a lot of fun and uh, thoroughly enjoyable. But we're here to delve deeply into the very, very small minds <laughs> of us men, and we're here. You know, we're we're here to try to try to figure us guys out and and to give give our ladies good information about what what makes us tick, what makes things so that all our relationships and, and life become e- easier, happier, and just darn right better. Isn't that a great goal, guys? I, I like it. That sounds okay, good. Good. <laughs> good, good. Okay. Well, let's let's get started. Um, one thing, uh, first off, our telephone number today is 646-652-2071, and I guess it's actually that every Monday, 646-652-2071. An interesting feature with that is you can actually take that number, and uh, if you're on the road, you can actually call in and listen live to the show without even necessarily commenting. We'd love to have your comments. But it is a good way to hear the show when you're away from your computer, away from the Internet. Um, You can also chat with us via our online chat, and that is spicy at times. For those of you who have chatted with us, you can click on the radio chat tab on Hear Women Talk and either sign in or sign up, and that will get you to join us via the chat. You know, we have done a lot of talking about dating uh, over the last numbers of shows with some very wide responses to all that. And so, you know, me being a 21-year married guy, I felt like I needed help from the outside. I needed a voice of experience. I needed someone who was in the game today. And today we are very blessed to have a very good friend of mine uh, who is currently dating 
and um, has done uh, a number of years of dating over different periods of his life. And uh, a good friend of mine, welcome Tom. Tom, how are you today? Doing fine, John. Doing real well. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, Tom is actually, I'm going to tell you, not his real name. <laughs> oh, no. We, 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 we are, in this case, protecting the innocent, believe me. Uh, you know, but, Who's the innocent, Tom or? <laughs> well, well, the fact that I would call, he, people would know he may be my friend may may hurt him in a lot of his life's endeavors. So we want to um, take that take that away and make sure I don't take him down with me. Um, but we're bringing Tom out of the cave with us today, and um, you know, Tom Tom has um, uh, an uh, I would say an interesting history uh, with the with the the female uh, part of the world, and uh, actually he has been married on a couple of occasions uh, with some varying results, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll let him delve into that if he'd like to. Uh, well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Tom will work better than the real name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the trick. That's Maybe it. that's the trick. <laughs> Maybe that's the first thing we should do is change her name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so uh, Tom was, uh, as we were riding down the road last week uh, on the way to, to Nashville to see South Carolina play Vanderbilt, uh, we were listening to last week's show, and, and Tom is is having all these reactions and shaking his head and, and this and that, and I said, you know what, you need to be on this show, and he said, you know I do. So uh, Kay had brought up a good idea that I did need to have someone on who's in the dating world, and Tom is with us. Uh, Tom, you have dated... In, in different phases of life, from young to the middle to to a little bit older at this point, how has that that changed uh, from when you were dating younger, you know, in, into more midlife? Well, obviously, as you get older, uh, at least in my opinion, now everything obviously is going to be my opinion. But as as I've gotten older, uh, it's become more difficult to say the least. Um, but uh, it's challenging, and uh, you know maybe the the ladies on here will offer uh, a better way to uh, to meet people, and that that would be encouraging also. Tom, wow. how old are you? Uh, Fifty three. Okay, okay. Vital statistics. Height, weight. All kidding. All kidding. Well, believe it or not, if you, I know you all have seen John, but a lot of people ask us if we're brothers all the time. So, oh, I'm so sorry. And John, be, know, John I, I, is John I the older the, brother? I hate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an older brother, but I think, but I think five years older than uh, than John. But we we do get that like asked a lot, a lot more when we're together. It really does. It seems like a I lot know. more time. Yeah, it does, uh, doesn't help right away. You know, and 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 Tom, when you when you say things are difficult, I kind of kind of give me some. I mean, what what do you mean by that? I mean, can you give us some examples into what you feel? What um, the the I know some of the stories. So, you know, it, it, what do you find in 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 your relationships now? You know, at your age, uh, what are you finding in ladies today? Well, it, it's really difficult, and you know, you know, my age now, fifty three. And meeting people, you know, let's say five or ten years plus or minus on both sides of the age of 53, it's it's very difficult to get out and meet people because, again, I think a lot of people in, in my age bracket are also on on the female side. Uh, it's hard for them also. So, but the biggest problem I have had 
and and I've used about every resource out there as far as trying to meet 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 women and uh, hopefully find somebody special in my life. Um, the hardest part I find out is just be, uh, is honesty from uh, and, and trust, and that's been the most difficult thing that I that I've incurred into the dating scene. Can I ask a question, Tom? What do uh-huh. you mean by honesty and trust? What has your experience been with that? Uh, every, you know, I, I would say about almost every time that I've uh, gotten involved or been out with somebody for, uh, let's say, more than uh, six times or gotten involved into a, a relationship for a couple months, uh, the honesty from the other person, you finally learn that, uh, you know, they're not who they say they are, they have uh, backgrounds that uh, have complicated things as, as the relationship goes further. So, you know, my main thing is, is and I told John uh, when we were traveling uh, last week, that it is, it is so complicated and so hard uh, out there, you know, again, dating in my age because of there, there's so much mistrust going on in, in, in the relationships that it, it's very difficult. And I hope you don't mind me saying this. Okay, but, please. But, you know what happens when people get into their fifth decade? Yeah. <laughs> no, you have a lot of baggage. Everybody does. You you know when you're in your twenties, you know you're fresh out of high school or whatever, and out of college, and you're young, and you haven't had a lot of stuff happen to you. But by the time you've been around for fifty years. You know, you got some stuff behind you, and I think everybody does, and, it, and everybody has some scars and some skeletons. And, and when do you tell? You don't tell that to the person on the first date. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I, I have all these things wrong with me. So <laughs> you wait till they fall in love with you, or you fall in love with them, and then you think, okay, now I need to reveal these things. So. <laughs> well, no, no, you, you're you're exactly right because I just recently went out with a, a lady, and it was on the fourth date that we've gone out. That she finally uh, began the, the evening, and she was cooking me uh, dinner for uh, my birthday. And uh, she opened up basically the evening by saying that she had just gotten out of a six-year relationship, and that she was only looking for a friend. And this was on the fourth date. And uh, needless to say, the date uh, that was the that was the bright spot of the date. It proceeded to go worse from that point on. <laughs> so. why, did, why did it go downhill after that? Because um, you I, didn't I, like what I she have, said. No, I have no idea. I mean, it was it was a date that uh, basically I, I was I've never been on a on a date like that when I mean, we were at her house. But everything that uh, she brought up in conversation, um, it, it was it was the weirdest date I've ever been on. And the fact that uh, she wanted to aggravate me at, 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 during every every conversation that she wanted to bring up. And uh, just to give you an example was. I, I have a, a golden retriever puppy. He's 11 months old, and he's my life. And uh, uh, you know, I, I have friends at, at this lake here in Georgia that I go and, and meet. He's one. He's one of my best friends, and they're the ones that set me up with her. Uh, and so I brought the dog up, and I was going to leave it at uh, my friend's house, which I always do. And then she got into. I'm just using this as an example of how how the evening started off, but. Uh, she went into saying how my friends didn't like me bringing up the dog to their house and how much uh, she hated my, my wife, my best friend's wife, hated hated me doing that, so forth and so on. And then she went into me and saying how, how bad it was of me, etiquette-wise, to, to do that as far as bringing a pet up. Wow. When, yes. And reading me the right act on my dog. Did you walk out the door right then and there? 
Um, I just, you know what? I, you're you're fine. It's very funny that you said that because I had to make a decision. Do I do that at that point? Because because I knew for whatever reason she was bringing up this uh, as part of the conversation of the evening. I knew everything. I knew most of what she was saying was totally false. Uh, guys, uh, we're going to pick this back up, but unfortunately, we have to take a break. You're listening to the John Banks Show on. Oh, Zeus Radio Network for Him Women Talk. And we're bringing man out of the cave. We'll be right back. My name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward and Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advance tickets. The Myrtle at Scalore, visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver, Life is Good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats Galore at Barefoot.com. Hi, this is Chris Hillenberg of Hear Women Tell on Hear Women Talk Radio. You can hear us every Wednesday between 3 and 4. Please join us where we get the story behind the story as we talk to professional storytellers. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Broadcasting live, this is... And we're back here on the John Banks Show, bringing man out of the cave for the Zeus Radio Network and here, womentalk.com. Um, we're talking to Tom. Tom of much dating experience, uh, good and sometimes not so good, uh, is here with us <laughs> discussing some of this. And, uh, you know, 
the the date uh, from uh, hell, as it was quoted to me the first time it was mentioned, uh, did not go poorly. There were times when Tom thought about walking out. Um, Tom, how had the other three dates gone that you guys had had? Well, they went fine. Uh, we went to uh, high school football games, and then we went out. I took her out for her dinner, for her birthday for dinner, and uh, we enjoyed. And matter of fact, the, the 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 end of the date always ended by her repeatedly saying to me, "Or you're going to call me. You're going to call me." And I said, "Yeah, I'll give you a call." Now again, there's some distance between between where I live and where she lives. It's three, it's over three hours as far as the distance, so it's not something that we are able to see each other on a regular basis. So, you know, uh, that's that's another maybe maybe a situation that may have caused. Uh, but I, I could not figure it out. But uh, the three dates went fine, and uh, again, we were enjoying each other's company, and then all of a sudden, the date from hell occurred. <laughs> and uh, um, so, you know, again, I persevered for probably three or four hours that night, and I finally uh, finally left, and we have not spoken since, which I think is good uh, on both parties. So. Uh Okay, you've got uh, something from one of our, our chatters. If if you can make sense of it, go with it. Okay, yeah, this is from Jody, uh, Jody Lynn. And I'm not 100% positive. Maybe Jody will call in and tell us, Jody, the number is <laughs> 646-652-2071. But Jody Thank writes, you, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is what she's writing. She's saying, Tom, she's addressing it to you, Tom. She says, how would you expect your date to act if a guy told her that he wants the dog to know who his boss so when he snapped, I guess he being the dog, when he snapped at a kid, the, the guy says, I kicked him and threw him down the steps and kicked him. And all the neighbors cheered. The dog ne- never did it again. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm understanding that. I'm, but what I'm thinking has happened is that maybe Jody was on a date with a guy, and, and he's telling her uh, that this is what he did to a dog. Oh, that's what well, she said. That, 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 that had nothing. That had nothing to do with the evening. The fact that, <laughs> that that my that my dog my dog was at my best friend's house. So I mean, I did not even bring the dog over to her house. So well, I, uh, that 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 scenario uh, there was a little different scenario there. So, but yeah. it sounds like it sounds like she had a, a personally bad experience with with a pet. Well, sounds like she had a personally bad experience with a guy. <laughs> Maybe the guy was the dog. <laughs> Maybe the dog should have been the guy. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Maybe that would have been it. Hey, Tom, I think that Gail did you a favor by revealing to you who she really was on the fourth date. Thank goodness you saw that that early. So you could dump her. I hope you dumped her right away. Well, yeah, we were not. We haven't seen her. We haven't emailed her, and we've had no communication since the evening. And you know, it was weird. You know, after the the dog situation discussion, then she went into uh, telling me for the first time, and this is the fourth day, about her her background, about uh, how many times she's been married, uh, her, you know, what she's gone through personally, and so forth and so on. It was it was very. Uh, Unexpected information, etc. So it caught me way off guard on a lot of her personal background. How many so, times has she been married? Three times. Mm. And two, two of her husbands have died. Were you know died while they were married, and she was married, and then uh, that's uh, the real you know, scary it, part. It, yeah, yeah, and it, it just that you know it just a lot of very uh, unusual information as far as you know telling me about basically when she was 18 years old on to up and she's 52 years old also mm-hmm. so. uh, Tom the, but, the but, 
but the main, but the main the main thing I, I, again the, the hardest thing that that I've experienced and I was talking to John about this and John knows this very well is that either in in the dating over the last 20 years and I have been married since then one time is is basically getting back to the honesty and and the trust of information from the female side of the of the relationship or the dating part it, it I have I have not had any luck as far as people being honest Hmm. Where do you um, typically meet the ladies that you go out with, Tom? Um, most of the time I'm set up by my friends. Um, I have met a few online. Mm-hmm. Uh, through so do you think that the Internet dating is, is a good thing? I mean... No, uh, I, I don't think it's... You know, I think it works. It has worked for a lot of people. Obviously, as a matter of fact, I have a couple here in Savannah that uh, got married, and they met online. And uh, she was from Savannah, and he was from Atlanta. And they dated uh, a distance relationship, and and they're they're wonderful. They're wonderful together. So it worked. It worked for them. Uh, I just have not had any success over the last, let's say, five years uh, on internet dating through various sites. But uh, you know, it it does work for for a lot of people out there. And was that mainly because the people that you did meet through that were just not what they had represented themselves to be online? That's- that's correct, okay. and, and every every one of the situations I get involved into, I uh, don't know why, it's the other party is looking for somebody for financial means. Yeah. Do you make a lot of money? Um, <laughs> we might know who you can call. I, I, just, I do real well. That's okay. Uh, I mean, okay. no, I mean. <laughs> I'll give Melinda Subber. Sure See, now you said it, it wasn't me, John. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna just mention we've got a chat in here from Greg, and he says I was open and honest to my now wife early in the relationship because I didn't want to invest time and emotion in a relationship I felt good about. He goes on to say, I didn't want to get hurt later on, so I felt it was best to be open and honest about my finances, etc. So, I mean, as well, I guess it's good if you don't have a lot of skeletons in your closet, you can <laughs> you can reveal everything right from the beginning. But on the other hand, like, what if you do reveal everything in the beginning and you say, you know, here it is. Um, I you, you go out on your very first date and you say. These are my diseases. <laughs> my, They're curable. These, this is my balance, my checking account balance. <laughs> I have five kids. <laughs> I'm a crazy cat lady. No, the, the date's going to end. I mean, you're not going to have a second date. <laughs> but what if you met someone that were like, oh, I'm so glad you told me all that. Let me tell you mine. And then it was happy ever after. You never know. Yeah. And, and again, that's, you know, it's, it's, I was telling John, it, it's so complicated nowadays, and again, especially when you're my age, because as you have already said, uh, when you have decades of, of relationships or marriages that are in your baggage, so to speak, um, you know, that, that, that's going to come out. Uh, if, if, if the relationship continues, it's going to be discussed. But, uh, you know, I, I, I got a divorce two, two years ago. I was married to that person for four years prior. And but uh, and dated her a year and a half prior to the marriage to the to the wedding and uh, 30 days before the wedding I find out yes yeah, she is she is broke she is in big financial uh, trouble and uh, 30 days before the wedding I had to make a decision to go go through and get married or or uh, you know that you know I, I didn't appreciate that and to say the least but right uh, that yeah. was unfair of her to do that to spring that on you 30 days before the wedding. It, 
It was awful because you know she broke down and started started crying and saying that I'm she's so embarrassed, but she she has to tell this to me. Obviously, you're going to have to tell it to somebody you're getting married because you know you have financial uh, obligations or what you both agreed on financially as far as the, uh, the you know getting married. But uh, you know then then I find out that that information. So and you know, do you think that was like what? What doomed your relationship, your marriage? I mean that. that uh, oh, right, right, right away. I had, I, I had total mistrust in this person right. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. And did you, did you ever have like one of those little funny feelings in your gut, like before the wedding, or did you feel like I'm sure, certain this is the right one? No, no, no. I tried to back. <laughs> I tried to back <laughs> out. <laughs> I did. I, I called it off. I called it off uh, two weeks before the wedding because again, I could not get that mistrust out out of out of my system as far as trusting her. Uh, but then she, you know, in the conversation, she, you know, she basically convinced me that you know everything was going to be all right, so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. So, so she, she did she really convince you of it, or she just talked you into going through the, the wedding? Because I'm sensing that she didn't really convince you of it. Your in, instinct still told you that it wasn't the right thing to do, but you kind of succumbed to her suggestions. That's that's basically 100% correct. Right, and which just goes to show that most of us should trust our instincts and most of us don't. <laughs> I know, and that's where we end up in trouble. Right. Well, well that's, and that's correct. When John, John and I were talking on the road, um, I, t- I made the statement to him, truly, if you go out on, you know, and this is my opinion, again, if you go out with somebody on the first date, uh, almost 99% of the time, within an hour, if you're sitting with that person and, be, and having spending quality time and talking back and forth and and you're attractive to that person you're, you're going to know right away whether this is worth pursuing or not it's not going to take you two three four or five days truly that's my opinion well we're gonna we're gonna listen to some more of tom's opinions and thoughts right after the break you're listening to the john bank show bringing man out of the cave on the zeus radio network for hearwomentalk.com we'll be right back Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Hi, folks. This is private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes? Or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at AbramsForensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at AbramsForensics.com. That's AbramsForensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code A. Hi, this is Deb Coletti, and I am your host of Life on Purpose, a radio show where I'll be having conversations with a wide range of fascinating women who are, in my opinion, leading a truly rich life. We will laugh, we will cry, we will sometimes get very serious. It will get edgy. It will definitely be irreverent and uh, no, no subject off limits. Tune in to hear where we go and even join in the conversation. Life on Purpose with your host, Deb Coletti, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. on the Hear Women Talk Network. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward and Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. Attention boppers, shaggers, and swingers. Join us at the J.B. Floyd Community Center in North Myrtle Beach, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for the fast-paced excitement of the Swing Syndicate. Study the swing styles of Jitterbug, Double Time, Lindy, West Coast, East Coast, and Show. 
sure to be a big hit on the Grand Strand. That's the Swing Syndicate, Wednesdays, 7 o'clock, at the J.B. Floyd Community Center in North Myrtle Beach, 1030 Possum Trot Road, Wednesdays, 7 o'clock. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Bank Show, bringing you down out of the cave, and we will be selling the behind-the-scenes talks that go on at the breaks of this show for our audience, because believe me, it's some of the best stuff in town. Um, we have Tom with us, who is a a dating uh, veteran, I think is what I called it. <laughs> That's a good and word. We're, we're going you know, to continue with that. Uh, I do have one thing from one of our chatters that I would thought was interesting, and um, she said... Uh, and I think, uh, Tom, this came back to your discussion of knowing someone after, you know, after an hour, getting a feel and all that. She says, I disagree, Tom. It can take more than one date because a lot of people, when dating, put on their best look mask, and it may not come off for a long time. That's some words. No, she's got, she's, got, she's got a very good point. She's right. Uh, because, again, because, again, you really... You really aren't who you are all the time, 24-7, 365 days a week. You're right. You're, she's correct on that. But, you know, I, that, that wasn't a very good statement. But now looking at what she said, she's, she's more correct. <laughs> well, the, uh, I've, I tell people, I think, uh, a lot of times when you're, when you're dating, I think you, you have to kind of keep an open mind. And, uh, and, and all first reactions aren't necessarily what is there so uh i agree with instincts especially when you sense something dangerous or or really scary you know but i think uh you know i think you kind of gotta to let someone live a little bit and let let something uh develop if there is any interest whatsoever so um we are we are glad to have one of our favorite people with us who has some questions for tom miss gail marie Forrest. how are you gail I'm good. John, that's not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was Gina all along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing you off. Well, Tom, I have, Tom, I have a, I guess it's like a two-part question. First of all, I'm really curious, going back to your engagement two weeks before your wedding when you said you didn't develop all this mistrust. Right. Um, That's correct. Did you, the two of you, did you, the two of you ever discuss finances? So her revealing that she was broke was then it became like, oh my God, she's lied. We've talked about this a hundred times, or was that the first time it was ever mentioned? Oh no, no, no. Uh, un- unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I, you know, that was my third marriage myself. So, um, and unfortunately. 
um, I was in my second marriage. I came home to an empty house, and and uh, uh, and all my finances were were gone. Oh. So I was left left penniless. So when when I dated Barbara or anybody that I date, uh, right away and if, or Jill would be a good name for that person. Yes, yeah, Barbara. Yeah, the person I think they're called the Black Widow, um, but. Uh, but you no, know, Barbara and I discussed that pretty early in our dating, and because again, I want to make that apparent to people that I date that uh, you know I'm not here to be a sugar daddy, so to speak. Uh, uh, and it's important that we were honest about the money situation. Uh, unfortunately, so that even when she had told you that she had money, she was fine, and then all of a sudden she flew right. through in your face. She wasn't so fine. That's, okay. cor- that's correct. That's correct. Okay, so, so now completely something different. Can you tell me what, in your estimate, what is a good first date? Like, what do you expect? I mean, you're on a date. What makes you ask someone out again? Maybe that would be good for women to hear you say. Um, you know, I, I you know, it's it's a tip. I'm one of the typical first date guys where I, you know, like to take them out to a nice restaurant, um, and get to know them at the restaurant and conversation, etc. Um, I do like to know uh, what they what they like to do, um, to, you know, uh, as far as outside of work and what you know what they enjoy to do. Okay, because again, I'm very active. Um, I like to go as as you may or may not know where aware of. I like to go to college football games. Uh, I like to go snow skiing. I like to travel. I like to go to the Caribbean, go uh, snorkeling, etc. I like to do things. I'm very, very active. And if this, if this person isn't doesn't you know, isn't an active person, then uh, then you know that's one thing I'm looking for. Tom, I'm I'm just I don't understand why you don't have a, a, a date. You know what? We can we can match up with so many women on Here Women Talk. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably all going. Can I get his number? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, again, it's it, I've had a very difficult time, and again, I've been divorced uh, two years since my last marriage, and it's been it's been awful. And again, I've used I've I've even paid uh, uh, a. Company, can I mention the company's name, or should I not mention? The I probably wouldn't name? in this case. Tom. Does well, is the I've, first I've, name I've, of the person Melinda? No, I'm like, <laughs> well, the, 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 the funny, the, the funny thing about the company. Watch it, comp- Kay. Watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, She's the boss, John. Remember that. I, I know. <laughs> no, no, and, but, I'm but, sorry, but Tom. The funny, but the funny thing is you that the company. I think. I think one of the. We don't I know. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. I think their southeastern office is based in Columbia, believe it or not, because that's who I uh, communicate via emails and talk to is some some people in Columbia. So, what does that say about my beer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it that you don't meet women? I'm confused now because you do sound like a nice guy, and women, you know, women would go out with you. So that you don't meet them, or they don't meet your expectations, or they don't want to go out with you again. I mean, do you see any? Do you see any thread? Do you see any pattern? No, but I, you know, again, since my divorce two years ago, I've only gone out on like two dates, so it's not like I'm dating a lot. And uh, both out with two different people, not necessarily two different people. I'm excuse me, two different people. So, and again, those those individuals were set up by friends of mine. So, and I and again, I've tried to, to go on the internet, like I said before. I've I've even paid uh, a a single service to uh, 
to uh, you know to try to try to meet women that way. Um, but uh, that's you know that's what I've done in the last two years, and uh, I haven't had uh, much success as far as uh, finding anybody anybody and special in my life. Let, let me give a little qualification in, into Tom's. Uh, Tom owns his own company. Uh, he does. He he does uh, do most. He's not necessarily. It's not a, a business that will put him in, you know, a ton of social situations necessarily. Um, and I can tell you from living there a short period of time, and the city that he lives in is um, probably one of the hardest places I ever lived to get to know people. Very interesting. Uh, a somewhat cliquish society there um, in the Savannah area. Uh, not, not, not to say anything's wrong with that. It just was very different. I've always uh, found it easy to meet people, and uh, in my time there, I was uh, just—be um, honest with you—got to a point I couldn't wait to leave. Was it so, like yeah. one of those old money type societies, John? I think it is very much bit. so. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's, it's Savannah. Savannah is, uh, and again, uh, you know, I'm not knocking Savannah. I've been here for 12 years and it's the second time I've lived here but again it hadn't changed in uh, the 25 year, years uh, that I've been familiar with Savannah Savannah is a very as John says it, clickish is the word it's a very clickish town and to meet people whether it's at church or whether it's at social gatherings through the chamber of commerce and everything else it's extremely difficult it's, you know I lived in Columbia loved Columbia and my, all my best friends are in Columbia the, the, the people in Columbia and the people in Savannah are night and day Hmm. This is sad. <laughs> I know. I want to cry. Are you like gregarious? Like if you saw a cute girl or someone or a cute woman, and if you saw them like at the bookstore, would you go up and talk to them? I mean, do you, would would you engage? No, I'm not. I'm, you... No, not. I'd say no, a little I'm, shy. I'd say a little yeah. shy in some of those situations. I've been with yeah. him, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say a little shy. A little shy yeah. in that situation, so, but he's standing around with me in those cases, so you know that's not the case. Um, you know, <laughs> no, me, John, you, have, but, you need to go out and pimp for Tom for something. That's what I was just well, thinking. Yeah, I was going to say I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a bad. Well, John's married, first of all, so <laughs> yeah, but he can so, still be uh, a pimp. He yeah. can still be your parents, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, and I John's think he's not only. Well, I don't think well, he needs well, the commission. Well, well I, 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 hate, I, hate to, I hate to say this, but uh, this is embarrassing to say, but it being a 14-year season ticket holder of the South Carolina Gamecocks, the joke every year is is finding somebody to for me to take to the game. I've had two season tickets. And every year, it is a royal pain in the butt trying to find a female that would like to go to the football game with me. Hey, it's just, I want to just yeah. say, you know, I, I just, Tom, you sound like a great catch. And we're not matchmakers here. Uh-huh. We don't run an escort service. <laughs> but, Although, I could come out of the cave and get in a black Escalade with those big wheels and pimp it out at DP. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what we need. If, if, if Ricky out of the ca- man out of the cave needs to, needs to pimp out. Yeah, then. pimping him out of the <laughs> cave. Tom's got his teeth. He's got his teeth, right? But you know what? Here's I just want to say, you know, if you're going to the USC games, right, you're tailgating. Right. I mean, you know, you have a few drinks. Maybe you could, like, carry a beer pong around with you and say, hey, who wants to do a beer pong? Maybe you could meet her that way. 
<laughs> and then have John behind you with his well, pimp out. Well, since, since I've tried about everything else except for that, maybe that's another. Uh, you never another know. Idea. Hey, you might have I fun have, for the night anyway, right? I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm sure the, the young co-eds would probably appreciate that. Definitely. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know, so you're, but you're no. I, again, I, I go ahead. I said your biggest problem is you can't meet women. Is that, would you say that's your biggest dating problem, meeting women? It's, it's difficult, yeah. It's, it's, it's very difficult. Because, again, on, online, the biggest problem online is that they're, you know, they're not being truthful. I mean, the other person I, I dated online, the first thing I found out right away, she, she told me that her, you know, at least she was honest when we met person to person. She says, well, you know, I'm not 50, uh, 51 years old. And I said, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How old was she? How old was she? She she was fifty seven. Yeah. How old yeah. did she look? She a, no, she was very she was very attractive. But again, you know, r- my point is right up front, you're you're being dishonest with somebody, and and and, and, and with me, with me, that is raising a huge red flag. And it okay? should raise a red flag. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because because again, you know, because of my past experiences, uh, honesty is is everything to, it, it, to me. Um, because it, it it's it's been the biggest problem in my in my dating and, and in my marriages etc. It's you know I I don't think uh, you know and and Tom brought this up and and I know it for it, that it happened and till I think till you've opened the door to your home and and walked into an empty empty house and you call the bank and you have no money. Uh, oh. It's hard to understand what he's been through to to have that that such a strong feeling about that and and we talked about you know what what things happen in our lives that give us strong you know strong feeling towards things this was a devastating thing that happened to tom you know uh and more i guess in your mid-30s or so uh, i was yeah i was about 33 34 years old yeah right. yeah so this and, uh, and you know the, and, and again it took it took some counseling and, and i'm glad i went through the counseling to get to recover from this because i was not on my my keister uh about the whole thing didn't see it coming but but again the the, the one thing that the lady said about me and hopefully the, the people that are listening out there um she said she said my biggest problem is I, I i don't do anything for myself i'm always trying to do something for others in the relationship, in relationships, etc. She said, "She says, why don't you go buy yourself a car? Why don't you go do something? Buy new golf clubs. What? Go, go do something for yourself. Hmm. You know, instead of instead of always trying to do something for the other person." She said, "That's your that's your biggest problem." She says, "You need to put but yourself doing something a little." For another, and, but in doing something for another person all the time, wouldn't that put you in a constant state of disappointment? Because it would be hard for someone to kind of are they not reciprocating in the right way? I mean, I don't. Maybe she's saying it sets you up a little bit. You know, it sets you up for being disappointed or being let down or um, someone then not you know meeting your expectations. Right? Just I think being, yeah. maybe just does that make I sense? Think, I don't even know. Well, I think well, I think we need to let Tom think about that because we need to take a break. You're listening to the John Banks Show. Bring your man out of the cave on the Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com. We're going to be right back to find out that answer. 
Hey, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, this is Kay Van Hoosen, founder of Hear Women Talk. Every Monday, you can return to love with Jen Ward and Genuine Healing. Jen is an empath, a healer, and an intuitive, and Jen will show you how to remove blockages, heal yourself, and feel love. That's Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern on Hear Women Talk. That's galore. Visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver, Life is Good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats Galore at Barefoot.com. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilner, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa, featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Broadcasting live. This is. Bringing man out of the cave. to the John Banks Show, Bring Your Man Out of the Cave for the Zeus Radio Network and EarWomenTalk.com. Right before we went to our last break, an, an interesting thought was brought up by Gail. And uh, Gail, can can you concise that question a bit and, and give that back to Tom? No, Gail can't remember what she said. <laughs> I can't remember what Gail said. That was a long time I ago. I have no idea what I said. <laughs> Okay, you can see how focused we are on this show. <laughs> That's why we're bringing it out of the cave, because there's too much stuff inside. The brains are in the cave this Monday. Oh, I got a wedding. I have no idea what I said. Was it good? I, mean, uh, I thought it was pretty know. good, but it's gone now. So I want to go... 
back to something that Tom said during one of the breaks. It was a couple breaks ago. He said he's too nice. I don't, and I don't think there's such a thing as too nice. I think I think he can let maybe he's letting people walk over him all over him, which he shouldn't do. But I don't think anybody can be too nice. And I and I think most normal women like really nice guys. Well, how do you how do you draw the line between being too nice, being nice to someone, and letting them walk all over you? I mean, what? How do you know? No, I don't. I mean, I mean, and and John knows me. I don't. I don't let women. I mean, John can can answer that uh, truthfully. I don't let women or anybody walk all over me. Trust me. Uh, that's not that, happening, that's, guys. That's that's not you. happening. Trust me. That's not happening. It's just unfortunately, I'm nice in the fact that uh, you know I I help them. What uh, you know, try try not to get in that situation, but I help them with their finances. I help them, you know, you know, by taking by treating them good. I treat I treat people like they should be treated. Okay, at least I think, and you know, I, I try to respect everybody um, as as I would you know expect to be respected back. So it's it's not that people walk on me. I just get in situations where, unfortunately, the mo is always the same, where they're they're not good financially, and uh, you know they found somebody that uh, that uh, possibly uh, can help them out in their situation. I think, and and, and I think that helpful people probably tend to, you know, attract needy people. Yeah, and I, and I don't understand. If you can explain how, you know, why that is repetitive, that would be... I don't know, but I, I attract them, too. Yeah. So Needy people? No, I never do. <laughs> John, John, I'd like to say that's surprising. I don't anybody. <laughs> I'm repelling people all the time. I'm a, I'm a natural repellent. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think that if you're um, nice, it pay, and in the end, I think it pays off. Like women yeah. are are ultimately not looking for the bad boy. I think they're ultimately yeah. looking for. Especially at your point in life, because there's someone who's been equally as bruised as you are. I mean, at 553, there's a lot of bumps and bruises on everybody. You know, I mean, it's kind of black and blue. So I think that um, people are looking for to be taken care of. I mean, not necessarily financially, but, you know, emotionally and um, someone they can. Well, I know John doesn't like this, but talk when I say that, like, you know, compan- like a certain companionship. Does companionship sure, affect sure. you, Tom? Sure. Sure. Well, I mean, I, I agree. I agree. I just have not had any luck in, in doing that. But uh, I, you know, I do. Uh, you know, I do. I hope you don't mind me saying that. Uh, I have to give you an example of, of a, a person that I went on a date that it was very humorous. We need. We always like to have humorous stories. But uh, I took this person to a uh, University of South Carolina football game back uh, probably in 1998, 99, somewhere in that time frame, and very lovely girl. But she she definitely liked the. Uh, the alcohol before the game so um, so as we are sitting there at the University of South Carolina if you've never been to a game they have uh, before the game they have a, a, a prayer uh, there's somebody comes on a, a pastor or somebody a rabbi that, that gives a prayer before the national anthem and so as everybody's bowed their heads so forth and so on my date proceeds to pass out and collapse and fall down the stairs down 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 the, down the oh, down. oh yeah it was it was, it was, you know, I hate to say it, it was, it was absolutely hysterical, but you know, it shouldn't have been. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, because all, all you heard was the aluminum uh, sound of the, uh, of the, of the rose as she was falling down the, down the, down the road. 
let's, face, let's face it, guys. I'm trying to remember if I was married then. Was it me? One of the fond, fond, uh, fond memories of dating. Well, the, the, uh, the, the thing about that is that's why we love football. Absolutely. The, the, the things that we see at the games. Anyway, uh, it's, you know, the, the, I don't think you can ever be too nice. I agree with Kay. I don't think you ever be too nice. Um, I don't think that's, you know, I think you got to realize, uh, when someone is genuine and someone isn't. And, uh, I think that's the part that may be. And I, and I think shyness, uh, in Tom's case is not, not necessarily to his benefit. Um, that, that may take a little more coming out of his shell. Uh, to get to to meet more people and uh, to put himself in more situations where he can create relationships. And um, so uh, we're thinking some uh, crazy things between our, our creator, Kay Van Hoosen, and ourselves about possibly creating a dating game and bringing Tom on and, uh, and throwing out some people, asking some questions. Having some fun. We're gonna we're gonna work this idea a little bit. Yeah. We'll so I, I want to throw that out there, John. So any women who are listening, or if anybody knows someone who they think might be a good match for Tom, who likes to snow ski, likes football, <laughs> and is not Tom, broke. Okay, Tom, Tom needs to describe. So have John describe Tom a little bit. I mean, just physically. So you won't want someone who's you know a foot taller than he is. Good I point, mean, Gail. Can we Thank describe you. him a little? Can uh, we describe him a little, like John? John? I hate to. Very, very much, very much like like me. Uh, a little taller. Um, How tall is Tom? Like I'm six four foot. Foot three. I mean, what is that? Oh, no, I'm six ten? foot. I'm, I'm, I, I unfortunately am, uh, need to lose about thirty pounds. I'm two twenty five. I have uh, receding hairline, but brown hair and hazel eyes. Oh, and uh, what what do you do for a living? Um, I own my own company. I'm, I'm, can I say what? He's not telling, is? remember, he's really not Tom. Yes, we're, we're, we're trying to keep okay, Tom. Okay, what, what kind of line of work are you in? I, I own a landscape uh, management company. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, guys, as, as much a, as we've do you got. Do have an age range preference? Does he have an age? What's his, do you have a certain preference and so no one goes completely I think, again, off I think base? That, I, I mean, think that 40, I think that, like he said, five years plus or minus, I think is a good range for him. And yeah, I think uh, you know, work nice. I, I would, I would, I would say forty to fifty-five. Guys, we, we, I hate to cut us off, but we have another show coming on the network on here, Women Talk. So we don't want to run over. And I know Dustin is flinching in the booth to get us out of here. <laughs> He's nodding. You're He's that. nodding. Yeah, you're listening to the John Banks Show. We thank you for listening to the John Banks Show. Tom, thank you for being on. Gail, thank always you. a pleasure. It. And uh, thank you, Tiffany Hi. and Kay. And uh, we will see you next week on the John Banks Show, Bring Your Man Out of the Cave, where we may be doing a dating game. Bye-bye.